Hello, everyone, and welcome to What Do You Do When You Don't Know What To Do, the podcast where we learn valuable life lessons through stories of growth. I am your host, Alexander Chappelle. Ask yourself this, how much content do you consume compared to how much you create? Do you find yourself kind of mindlessly scrolling as if it's almost become muscle memory and you're not actually in full control of of the time you're spending on social media? Over the past few weeks, um, I've been thinking about this idea and it kind of led me down this rabbit hole to discover a dopamine detox, which I have recently finished and I want to share what I learned from that process and how it might help you. Let's let's rewind back to the beginning. I was deeply unsatisfied (laughs) with the fact that I was consuming so much more than I was creating. You know, I I should be careful saying was here because it's not like I magically fixed the problem. Uh, I I would fill every pocket of empty time with scrolling. Uh, when I was in the bathroom, <laughs> when I was walking down the stairs even, when I was eating meals, it, it got to the point where I felt like I couldn't fully wake up in the morning without going on my phone. And what would often happen is I would wake up, get out of bed to turn off my alarm, and then get back in bed with my phone and start going through apps. I would sometimes stay there for over an hour or more before I actually started my day which is kind of ridiculous. (laughs) This behavior was definitely reflected in my screen time data as well. Yeah, to to those listening, when was the last time you looked at your screen time data? Uh, I would bet that it's pretty scary, at least it was for me. Uh, in, In four days, I had over 29 hours of screen time, averaging just shy of six hours a day. Approximately 11 hours on YouTube, four and a half on Snapchat, an hour on Instagram, two and a half on Tinder, and an hour and change on Hinge, and those were just the big ones, right? (laughs) 521 total pickups, averaging over 100 a day. I mean, come on, these numbers were concerning, mainly for two reasons. The fact that that YouTube statistic was only on my phone. That did not include the time I spent also watching on my computer. So the total would be even more. The second reason is that I was spending way too many hours on those dating apps, treating them almost as if they were Instagram or just a social media that I was scrolling through. I I wasn't even really, you know, consciously using those apps. So clearly problem identified. Here's how I tried to fix it. One morning, I'm going through that usual routine of watching videos in bed. Uh, and I came across a video from Dr. K, who some of you may know from Twitch, uh, and it was called How to Stop Wasting Time on the Internet. It's a great video, and it explains the basics of a dopamine detox and, and basically how to do it. I recommend watching it, so I'll link it in the description below. After watching that video, I took a quick moment to take some notes, reflecting on how I felt in that current moment. Uh, about my internet usage and and what we just talked about in the previous section. Uh, And then after that reflection, I uninstalled YouTube, Instagram, Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge from my phone. Uh, Just get those distractions off. I I also went onto my computer and added a Chrome browser extension called BlockSite to temporarily blacklist YouTube and Instagram on my computer. So I I I was free of the shackles, right? From there... Uh, the only challenge I had left was filling my time with something new. 
days one through five, about the first half or so of the detox, um, those were actually pretty good, not gonna lie. I worked on some projects that I had been putting off for a while, listened to some good music, uh, even looked back at my, my old yearbooks from middle school and high school, uh, and that, that was really fun to see what people wrote and to see old pictures of myself. Uh, I spent some time with some friends, that was great. So overall, relatively productive. I, I, I did definitely run into moments where I habitually wanted to watch a video, so I would just muscle memory like type in youtube.com or, or click on a bookmark, uh, and then I remembered, I realized like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> it, it was very easy to feel bored and, and feel stuck. Thankfully, one thing that sort of came to my rescue uh, is that I remembered I have a masterclass subscription that I got last year. They, they were running a promotion for college students where you could get a year's subscription for $1. So I did that last September uh, and, and I remembered I had it. So I took this opportunity to go through some classes and that was, that was excellent. That was really intellectually stimulating. Uh, it, it was kind of in the same spirit of some of the videos that I like to watch on YouTube, but I mean, masterclass videos are phenomenal. They're super high quality, very interesting, and, and you get to learn directly from experts in their field. So if you're looking for high quality educational content, and, and it's also entertaining, uh, definitely check out masterclass. After day five though, uh, is when things, you know, not to be dramatic, but they, they started to crumble and fall apart. They were going downhill. Uh, I was no longer productively using that extra time that I had. Rather, I found myself filling my time with other repetitive or even borderline obsessive internet scrolling. I, I had basically fallen back into the same habit, just with a different medium. Th this is a battle I often have with myself, where I tell myself I'm doing something productive, uh, and in this case it was furniture shopping for my new apartment next year. Uh, but I overdo it so much that it becomes wasteful. To, to be more specific, to dive into this, I was looking at Craigslist listings in Phoenix for different furniture items to you know, get, get an idea of, of what the market looks like for used furniture. Uh, but the problem is that I can't actually act upon that information and do anything until I get there. So I was spending hours looking at virtually the same items and that process was essentially a waste of time because I couldn't do anything. It had effectively become the same problem that I was experiencing before this detox, just with different content. I was looking at furniture rather than videos. <laughs> In fact, looking at my screen time data, over the course of a week, I had spent almost the same amount of total time as those first few days before the challenge. 23 and a half hours total, a little over three a day, and almost nine hours on Google Chrome, aka looking at Craigslist and other furniture-related escapades. Interestingly enough, my, my pickups actually increased, my number of pickups, uh, most likely because my muscle memory of the bad habit was trying to get me to fill my time with something now that what it was used to was gone. So I, I would just instinctively pick up my phone and like swipe a certain direction and remember like, oh, can't do that. So I, and I would do that so many times that my, my pickup data increased. So we, we kind of reached uh, the boiling point, right? 
day 11, I decided to end the detox a little earlier than the two weeks I originally planned because I felt it had become ineffective. That afternoon, I started to plug back in and I noticed some interesting observations. So let's, let's go over those. Let's start with Instagram here. For some context, my personal use case for Instagram is to be a platform for, let's call it, personal creative expression, almost kind of like a mood board of my aesthetic. Uh, And I like to see what my friends are up to. I like to stay in touch, right? That's why I only follow about 200 people. Scrolling through the posts over, you know, the last week or so, what what I missed out on was... An enjoyable exercise and, and I liked catching up on what I had missed. I had very similar experience on YouTube right out the gate uh, looking through my subscriptions. Uh, number one, I was kind of st- st- struck by how clickbaity everything was. I, I had never really noticed that or paid much attention to that before but some time away made it really obvious. Uh, the videos themselves, once I actually started watching them, they were great though. I got a lot of enjoyment from watching those. Uh, whether they were more learning and educational focused or more entertainment focused, it uh, it felt good. It, it was fun. <laughs> the dating apps, though, they provided a, a much more telling, maybe even concerning conclusion. <laughs> I found that while I was excited to watch those YouTube videos, I almost immediately dreaded the return uh, of the dating apps to my phone. You know, for me, using these apps always comes with a battle of identity and authenticity that interferes with my sense of confidence and and self-image. Now, I I should say, dating apps are not inherently bad. They're actually quite a useful tool, but intentionality and and context are vital when you're using them. What, What do I mean by that? You have to understand that, number one, why you want to use these apps, you know, what your goal is. And number two, that you're playing a little bit of a game and the results you get, just in the same way, you know, you you get grades in school, they're not entirely indicative of your value as a human being. In in, in other words, your sense of self-worth should not be solely defined by your success in dating. Moving forward, I just have to be much more conscious uh, of my type of usage and my amount of usage, you know, perhaps setting limits if necessary. But what about you listening? How does this apply to you? I would encourage everyone to try a dopamine detox just to see what it does for you, especially if you've been feeling a little bit too attached to your phone and social media. You know, don't don't feel embarrassed to give this a shot. There, there shouldn't be some superiority complex attached to phone usage, right? It, it's just a daily part of our lives now, and every so often, I think it's a good idea to unplug. Take this opportunity to be more present and, and, and enjoy the company of those around you. Perhaps go out into nature or try some more analog forms of entertainment. One thing I did uh, as a consequence of this challenge just afterwards is I, I bought a vintage Polaroid camera, like legit from 1985, built in the UK, bought it off some guy off Craigslist, and that's been super fun, especially as someone that comes from uh, you know, digital videography and photography, to go to something like a Polaroid has been a really engaging challenge, so f- find something like that. I, I think overall you'll, you'll be pleased to find this, this refreshing feeling. 
as far as the duration of your challenge, uh, you can take as long as you'd like, but for, for kind of a first go, a first try, based off of my experience, I would recommend somewhere between five and seven days. That, that was the most effective window for me. I, I think this will be sufficient to, you know, quote unquote, reset, but not so long that you start losing the benefits like I did and when I became unproductive again. When you plug back in at the end, see how you can maybe switch up your normal consumption routine to just be a little bit healthier, right? A little bit better. Well, that's basically everything I wanted to cover on my experience with the dopamine detox. Uh, if you're interested in giving this a try, make sure to watch the video in the description of this podcast from Dr. K, uh, the one that I mentioned earlier. Uh, and, and if you do try it, I would love to hear about your experience see if it's similar to mine, if it's different in any way, and, and what conclusions you came to. So send me an email or a DM on Instagram. You can find them uh, along with the video in the description. And yeah, as always, I hope you found this episode helpful or at the very least interesting. Uh, I appreciate you all listening. Thank you. And I will catch you in the next episode.